2: Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris and we're joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Dawson himself. Pete, how the devil... Oh, you doing? Oh
1: baby, I'm getting ready for my holiday. <laughs> I'm going to be in the sunshine, knocking at the sloths. Um, yeah, just start off holiday next week. <laughs> so, um, and, and, and there's no joy having holidays, is there really? Anybody who's gone on holiday uh, recently needs to know that um, it's always terrible before you go, and it's terrible after you get back, and you can never switch off, and <laughs> we're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful, page. The Wonderful. holiday. They should. Uh, they should get are me on a tourist uh, tourist board.
2: <laughs> where are you going on holiday? Are you allowed to say where you're going, or is it a secret?
1: Not really. Costa Rica. Never been. Key bastard. I didn't. You
0: I didn't choose it. Absolute bastard. It. I didn't choose this
1: life. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> it's not unbelievable. Why going to Costa Rica? Why don't I you're, go to Costa Rica? You're You're always. You're going every. You've been to Canada lately. You've been to Los Angeles lately. Uh, you're in London. Uh, Outrageous. Yeah. None of those things were a
2: holiday. They were. They really. Yeah. I, I, I want to go to Costa Rica and sit on a beach. I'm, I've been on a holiday recently in the Lake District, right? Right. In North England. Yeah. A beautiful place. Yeah. Stunning place. A lot of lakes. It's been rain every <laughs>
1: single fucking day. That's the risk, I though. can't go outside. It's rubbish. It is Why beautiful. Why don't I go to Costa Rica? Uh, it's very beautiful, though. I would say it's very beautiful. Do it on the way back. I'm,
2: <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, I'll just get the flight that goes from Costa Rica to Tokyo on the way back, shall It'll I? it be a Costa Rica, Los I'm Angeles,
1: bl- and Los Angeles fucking, yeah, oh, all that business. I'm not going back to Los Angeles. I'm, I'm all Los Angeles to hell. All is out. How many days were you actually in Los Angeles just to get punched in the face? Too many. Too many days. I was there, I think, like six or
2: seven days. Right. And I don't need to go back for a while. It's a very full on sort of city I there I was so. just no relaxation where, maybe it's because I was you, you st- being st- punched in the face
1: exactly where were you staying were you staying in like West Hollywood were you staying downtown were you staying in Malibu on Mallow? the last three days of the trip I stayed in West Hollywood right okay. which is
2: really nice mm. on the most of the trip I stayed in downtown LA mm. and that wasn't very good <laughs> and I don't think are we going back there no. anytime soon Pretty it was a bit like the wild west there was a lot of shady shit going on there. Um <laughs> it wasn't overly safe at night and uh yeah, that being said, LA, a real tale of two cities. But if you are listening to this guys and you're going to Costa Rica anytime soon, this week, next week, uh be wary of Pete Dawson. Keep your doors <laughs> locked. He did reveal in last week's episode that he goes yeah, he's got into Beatles, people's yeah, beds. Just sleepwalks into beds. Yeah,
1: just sleeping into people's beds. Yeah. And then and then tries to apologize with flowers. <laughs> How do you like them? It's apples. Terrible. A I I'm sensing a, a documentary in
2: the making here to uh, oh, revive I mean, my fortunes.
1: <laughs> there was there was a guy who to Netflix. I found um I found this. I mean, is it? I mean, he got yeah he got yeah he was found guilty. Um, there was a bloke who used to oh, work God. at my radio station who uh got uh, arrested for um uh, child pornography and um, oh fuck and and like if you're in that game right that awful game. That, uh, you, like, if you're in that game and you, you do that sort of thing, maybe don't give your laptop to a mate to sell on eBay because, oh my god, I mean, is that not absolutely insane behaviour? Like, I, Ugh. I mean, you go into prison anyway because it always comes out, but like, I just, I mean, it's how they got Gary Glitter. He took his PC to PC World. What do you, do no. so you not think not people are gonna fucking scoot around the fucking hard drive? That's what I'd be doing. If anybody if you Chris, if you gave me a hard drive, right? I'd be like, I'm scooting around that. I wanna see what's on there. <laughs> I wanna have a scoot I mean, scoot. I,
2: well, I I will never know how they think. I don't want to know how they think. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: to be fair, if, you, if you're into that sort of thing, all bets are off. In it really, I suppose. <laughs> my school caretaker
2: from high school, sir, he, he turned out to be a, a pedophile, which is really unpleasant because I I saw him every day in the corridor. I was in the the RAF cadets. They're like right. cadets at my school, uh, like mm. army, navy, RAF. I was mm. in the RAF section. And even though he was the school caretaker, he was also, like, the head of the the RAF cadets right. as well. Right, And it was really, you know, finding that out was really quite fucked up. Yeah. Like, it is a... And, you know, Charlotte's has been watching Netflix documentaries all day, every day about crime. Dang. It's not, like, happy, nice things. It's always, like, the man that killed his family for seemingly no reason. Mm. There's always some horrible document. And the one I walked in on the other day uh, was It was a documentary on... I think sort of pedophile hunters or catchers in North England. Oh, yeah. uh, it's quite a good documentary to be fair. I mean
1: they're grim individuals yeah. themselves. I, I can't help but think that a lot of that that caper is very much Dr Hill thyselves. I'm trying, you know, mm-hmm. I've got a debt. So I've got a debt to the world for the things I've done, so I'm going to uh hunt pedos. Like the the kind of pedomania of uh, of Great Britain uh, perpetrated through the tabloids and through Facebook groups of uh, of stocky men from fucking Rotherham going around and uh, and, and just and just hitting meek Nonsense! It's, well, just, it's just, it's or potential uh, problematic people. It's it's just... it's really fucking. There's something wrong with this fucking country to the core on every side. Well. I wouldn't
2: say it's just the UK, as we're going to discover in today's episode. Mm. I've, it's weird that we should bring this up because it wasn't really planned for mm. our usually happy and upbeat intro. Both the news story and the it's story of the week—it's d- yeah, quite inter- going dark, dark isn't it? territory. Well, you know, so,
1: that's, that's what you get with a podcast. You can't all be talking about fucking. Oh, look at this dinner I've had. Look at this. Look at this new <laughs> brand of Coolish. Look at this new flavor of apart ice cream. not our podcast. <laughs>
2: This is this is a no holds barred yeah. dark episode exactly. of Born Japan. Down if you've got right. a kid, yeah. put your hand over their ears, or don't expose them to young, unpleasant kid's the real life world. I don't fucking put your know. hand but over their ears. I, <laughs> it really worries me sometimes <laughs> when someone's like, "I love my pod, I love the Broad Japan podcast." Me and my six-year-old son listen to it. Right, don't do that. Yeah, I swear so much, and and, the, and, and I'm, yeah, I'm not a role do model
1: that. either. Hey, kid, kid, treats a disgrace. Get, get your hand in their purse, right? There's money in there. You can buy sweets. <laughs>
2: No, two weeks ago, Pete basically tried to, to debate how great robbery is, if I recall. Maybe I remember that wrong. But you did endorse crime I to love, some degree. I love
1: crime.
2: Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. But this is, there's like, on, on, a, on a iTunes where you look at the Broad Japan podcast, there are some episodes where they've got an E for explicit next to the title. Really? And this, I thought this I had episode, to flag that because yeah, it's explicit. I,
1: yeah, but how do they know that? I, I never, I never checked that box. fuck word. I never checked that box. How are they finding out that I'm using the, the Fs and the Cs and the Fs and the Jeffs? Outrageous.
2: Well, too, I think Too Much Volcano also got uh, listed as an explicit song but I don't I,
1: remember Chris I, I'm, fr- I'm afraid happened. if Natsuki's in the fucking room excuse my language trick, trick. It's, it's, it's getting that Anyways. biggie it's getting a parental advisory sticker on the front of the CD <laughs> I'm afraid tipper well, <laughs>
2: <laughs> alright here we go uh, let's, so the story of the week uh, let's let's launch into the, the fun uh, story from Mel hi Chris and Pete I thought mm. I'd write and share with you my not so nice experiences with flashes in Japan as mm. I haven't heard you mention flashes before just train gropers uh, this is point out the story of the week refers to train groping so that's Ooh. great while I love my time in Japan the flashing wasn't that fun here is a brief summary of my encounters with Japanese flashes. While crouched down, searching for some greeting cards in a nearby empty department store in Matosaka, in uh, just south of Nagoya, I became aware of someone standing next to me. When I turned my head, I was confronted with a man's you-know-what. Shopped, and because the greeting cards were in the toy section of the department store, I hurried away and sought out some shop assistants, trying to explain what had happened. But their response was just to go, eh? Eh? So I just gave up and left. Then my girlfriend and I went to Kyoto for a holiday uh, at New Year's. One day, we were walking along quite a busy road, and a car slowed down next to us, and the man driving started yelling, ''Oi, oi!'' arched up awkwardly in his seat, The driver, while steering the car with one hand, had his other hand around his dick, trying to draw Mm. our attention to it. We immediately swung our heads forward and kept walking, ignoring the flasher. The people in front of us didn't seem to notice what was going on. Another friend, also female, and I were walking through an underpass one afternoon in the city of Tsu. The only other person in the tunnel was a man who just seemed to be loitering. He suddenly pulled down his sweatpants, flashed us as we neared him. Fed up and angry with being flashed for the third fucking time, I explained, "She very small." And with that, the man said, "See Ci, my son, sorry." Pulled off his sweatpants and ran away. Have you heard much about flashes, or have you met any women that have been flashed? Cheers, guys. Mel. Bloody hell. Unlucky Mel. This is awful. Three experiences there. Uh, I haven't heard anyone who's had that many encounters in one go. Um, thoughts, Pete
1: Donaldson. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the way the email's um, written, it almost feels like it, it was all happening in one bloody day. Really, I mean, even if it's spread <laughs> over, yeah. like, I, I would very much like to know how long uh, Mel was out there because I mean, it seems like a, a fucking horrific um, set of events, and it's probably testament to how good the rest of Japan is that uh, Mel's still got, um, you know, slightly positive things to say about it. You know, enjoyed mm. enjoyed the time in Japan, but uh, yeah, if I, if I if I say fucking. Lads, knobs, left, right, and centre, um, unsolicited. Um, that would certainly take the um, take, take the shine of certainly. So I'm sorry that uh, you went through that, Mel. But it's just, it's uh, it's it's just um, grist for the mill when we uh, when when other people talk about whether it's safe for women to uh, walk around. It's um, you know the, the, these things happen, and, and it looks like uh, Mel um, got it worse than than most. But well, uh, I
2: mean, yeah, I don't staff. know if if Japan is is worse than countries in the West, but I think the the key takeaway is that. It's not free from these things happening. I think a lot of people think, because Japan is very safe across the board, these sort of sexual harassment situations just don't happen when in fact they do. I remember, you know, I was in a shop once with Sharla and it was Daiso, 100 yen store, and I was just walking around and she was the other side of the store and she came over at one point and said, there's a man following me around the shop. And I was like, no, surely not. Mm. And yeah, he was. we, We sort of moved from one side of the shop to the other, kept moving. And sure enough, this little weird guy with a hoodie up, I think a hat on, would sort of pop his head round the corner like a fucking horror movie. And it really riled me up. And I just did not know how to react like I often rewind back to that situation uh, it's one of those things I've, I've talked about it on this podcast before because it happened I think a year ago now or a year or two ago but like, I didn't know what to do mm. I, I'd like to just punch him in the face because you, you kind of see red in that scenario right mm. he, but he was being very sort of sneaky and clever about it he, was, he had his camera out he had his phone in his hand and he was sort of subtly taking photos he wasn't getting too close he was trying to create this sort of plausible deniability around it right mm. so if i had called him out at the store if mm. i had called him out he would have been like no 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 I just walk around the sh- store mm. buying nothing yeah because he didn't even have a fucking basket yes yeah. i would have loved to have just knocked him out and smashed his head in uh but then that's not a good thing to do either and i wouldn't have had a visa at the end of it probably i think if it wasn't japan it was in the uk i would have i would have acted differently yeah um, well, yeah, it's just uh, you don't know what to do. In the end, we just left the store. I did, I did sort of block him and get, I, I, went up to, I, I walked up near him and looked kind of angry and started like I don't know pacing uncomfortably. But like I, I was worried I was going to snap, like actually just lose my mind and just go all out. And if if it happened again, I think I would. Next time, I would just I would either. Do so. I would film them. I pull out my. I should have pulled out my phone and just filmed him. Like I've been really like obvious about it in retaliation. Mm. I've been like, look, you're on camera, and just said out loud, you're a pervert, and you're on fucking camera. You're going on YouTube Shorts, <laughs> but like I've I, I've got a YouTube channel. You're going to be famous. I should have done something. Uh, I didn't, and I kind of regret that, but. You don't know what the situation is.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, you didn't ask for that, but I, but I think we, we, we talk about, you know, I mean, you said like that um, the West isn't immune for this sort of thing, but I would say that although I, you do increasingly see adverts on the tube um, from the government basically saying, explaining what um, sexual uh, abuse is or sexual assault is, um, you know, extending to staring, just being a fucking menace, um, basically sort of making it clear that certain behaviours aren't allowed and and but i would say that um japan and, and tokyo to, to to a certain extent i mean there's not many places in the in the world where you have to have women only uh carriages and 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 moving into the new story of the week um the uh, the i always forget i always forget how to say this the Toei toy 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 tokyo Oh, Toe to- Oedo. line. line. Um, it's introducing a, woman, a woman-only carriage on its subway uh, to thwart uh, molesters, uh, molesters, and uh, other unsavoury characters. The Tokyo Metropolitan uh, Government announced because this is obviously something that happens in on a few lines in Tokyo. I think like they, they have like um, women and, and children-only uh, carriages, and, and basically men aren't allowed to go in there. And it's probably something you kind of need to look out for if you're a, if you're a, 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 a male traveller um, that, that, that you don't go into those mm. cars because it's not it's not always there's a bit of pink kicking around but it's, it's not always very clear about which ones are uh, which ones are women and which ones aren't but um you, you don't necessarily i mean there's probably a few places in the world that, that really fucking needs it but i would say you don't need uh you know Japan's one of the few places where they've had to instigate this because there's a real culture of you know, thinking that grabbing women on, on, on trains is, is, is somehow um, not acceptable, but treated like horseplay or something, you know, the pornography's full of it, mm. you know what I mean? That kind of like, um, uh, it, it's almost like a, a bit of a taboo kind of fetish uh, that people are into, but um, it's... Well, um, I think one thing
2: is on, on Japanese trains, of course, they are so damn crowded, particularly mm. in Tokyo. Go yeah. on a train in Tokyo and rush out, out with and... It. It. It's a terrifying experience because you're sort of crammed in mm. in a way where you can't move your arms or leg. You're basically sandwiched in yeah. with thousands of people, and you can't move. And it's at that point that you are, you know, vulnerable to this sort of thing happening. Yeah, people will touch you, grope you, whatever, and you won't know who or where or how because you can't really even rotate your body to see. And that is why it's sort of uh, prevalent in Tokyo. Those sort of that sort of situation, right? Yeah. Um, And, you know, people panic in that situation. And Japanese women don't really uh, call them out or scream or shout or do anything. They sort of just take it as well. I don't know why that is, I guess. You know, it's... It's They probably 50 fucking times. Well, they don't want to bring attention to themselves and it's an uncomfortable situation. Mm. They'd rather just sort of go along with it rather than actually raise attention to it. Mm. Whereas I feel in the UK... If that happened, a British girl would probably rip their fucking head off. I don't know. I do think it, it, that, that's unfortunate that, uh, that's why it also happens as well because they know they can get away with it, unfortunately yeah and
1: let's make it clear like one percent of sexual assaults and rapes and all the rest um ever make it to uh to a conviction so uh that's true yeah. it's yeah. Um, it's, it's uh, the the figures are atrocious on it so you would understand i wouldn't fucking i, I, I wouldn't do it i wouldn't i know for a fact i wouldn't fucking kick off i just wouldn't this is just fucking depressing never mind but look it, it's important <laughs> for the podcast to reflect you know to White men in our bedrooms going, yeah, fucking Japan, cool. Uh, it's I'm important, I think, bedroom. for us to t- <laughs> I'm, in I'm in a hotel room. I'm in my bedroom. You, I'm in though. a hotel room. It's everyone's bedroom. <laughs> no, <laughs> Imagine the you things that have here, gone on here. in that room, and you're just going to sleep there. Ugh, gross. Um, but yes, I think it's important to reflect these uh, stories when they come up, and it's all right to have a themed um, episode that, you know. No, nobody, nobody wants to do themed this, a Themed episode. Well, yeah, it's a themed like a episode, episode, isn't it? it? It's, it's an unhappy accident that we're having to talk about um, two quite similar stories. But uh, yeah, I'm sorry that mm. uh, Mel Mel went through uh, what she was, what she went through uh, with her partner.
2: Rubbish. It's bad. But when I look at all my friends who are girls in Japan, although they've they've usually had at least one experience somewhere along the line, mm. they wouldn't allow that get in the way of the experience of of living and working in Japan. I think that's the main thing. Mm. But just stay wary. Be aware of this. Japan, things do happen. Bad things happen Mm. like this, right? And uh, I can see why the women-only carriages on the, the... Oedo line are appropriate in the same way that they're popular and used on the Yamanote line and don't be that one guy who accidentally doesn't see uh, getting on I've done it once mm. I wondered why I was the only man in the carriage yeah. it was fucking awkward right and I got on the train because <laughs> oh, no. it says women only carriages or whatever as so I got on I wasn't reading I was in a hurry I think it was one of my first times in Tokyo and I didn't know this was a thing because mm. we don't have it in the UK I, at least I didn't I don't think we do and then I was like oh I'm the only guy here and a lot of and people are looking at me. What have I done wrong? And then I saw the sign. I was like, "Oh shit!" And the moment we pulled into the next station, like a minute or two later, I darted <laughs> off the train. Ah! Yeah, so be careful of that. Don't be yeah. a wolf amongst sheep. Don't be that one <laughs> weird <laughs> foreigner yeah. causing problems on the train. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment with your stories and comments in the fax machine. Only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com. Now we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners? Mr. Donaldson, please have something happy. We so, don't message. want to talk about horrible things we've anymore. Got be, from, candy and we've chocolate. got a message from. We've got a message
1: from. It could be George, could be Jorge, I don't know. Either way, hello. Uh, dear Caribou Coffee, Chris and Pete's coffee pete (laughs) nice Uh, name (laughs) is jorge or george from the us and i'm planning my highly anticipated trip to japan this spring i was curious uh what you would uh, recommend my absolute first you're in japan now meal should be when i fly into tokyo what about the um Mm. what about the uh (laughs) you can have like fish semen can't you that's a bit of a delicacy
2: supposed to be the happy bit now.
1: Yeah. What's, that, what's go- that stuff called? I also get what it's called. Fish. Uh, shirako? Shirako, shirako, yes, that's the stuff. Shirako? Shirako. It
2: actually doesn't taste as bad as it sounds. No. It's quite light and fluffy, and but but just by virtue of what it is, <laughs> I generally avoid it. For me, the first dish, the first restaurant I would go to is the sushi chain, sushi zanmai, mm. which are all over Tokyo and, and whatnot, and uh, they serve the best tuna. In Tokyo, that's not a Michelin star restaurant, right? And get I'd get a tuna set, just cover a big plate covered in tuna. Yeah, I'm salivating thinking about it now. It's been two months since I had it, but it's so rich and buttery and good. It's the best three thousand yen you'll ever spend. Sushi zami, do it, do mm. it, Jorge it's, or George.
1: It's it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to the shir- Um Oh, for fuck's sake. Chirac, I mean, that's the thing. Because we eat um, caviar. We eat the eggs of a fish, right? We eat that all the time. That's standard for us, mm. isn't it? But uh, it's just something about... the th- you know, Again, patriarchy at work and all that, but the sperm sac just seems
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. very... I not
1: dwell on this. Chirac can also be prepared grill top by cooking it over uh, charcoal, giving the sack a tightness and the interior, t- in the in t- interior a velvety pudding-like texture. I mean... Oh, they make egg custard out of it. They make, you can make it in a hot pot. You can have it on the top of sushi. And it's... I, I could only eat it in tempura, I think. I'm looking at it, and the I just need it hidden from sight i need it hidden with a load of beautiful um fluffy batter because i, I don't know a cod <laughs> sperm man I, just, I i don't know why eggs is fine but sperm is I, i'm a man who prides himself at, at trying everything five times to try and get a taste of it there's not a single thing i think i've ever eaten that i've not went i'll have that a few more times and i'll see see how i go and i've and i've acquired a oh, taste raw horse Ro- you sashimi, raw your natto um, you know uh, bloody I've never had frog's legs but like um, snails I hated when I first had it but I kept eating it because I just wanted to go well I want to acquire a taste because it seems important to a lot of people um, and uh, managed to sort of you know come out the other side sort of thinking well yeah I, I can probably take that but yeah shirako I mean maybe that can be one of my uh, opening opening gambits <laughs> and I get up <laughs> try cod sperm after a 14 hour flight Feeling a little bit worse for wear. Just, you know, get the old <laughs> sperm. Oh, Don't do that. Never do that. we got disgusting. one here from
2: Bronson. Bronson. Moving on swiftly yeah. for fuck's right, sake, we cool. got one here from Thanks. Bronson. He doesn't want to talk about sperm. No. Uh, he says, hello, Chad Bod, Chris, and perfect physique Pete. Oh, thank you. Chad Bod, I'll take that. Mm. What are some of the best means you've found in Japan to meet people? And what ways can I start learning Japanese now to put me in a better position to talk Japanese to people once I arrive? Bronson. From Viva Las Vegas, yeah. I would say download the Human Japanese app. It's the one I've recommended to everyone, from my editor to PewDiePie, and they all use it. What people? What's that app everyone uses? The um, that language learning app that oh, you probably use at least once. Geolingo's fun, mm. but you don't. I've never met anyone who's a had a very, conversation very after aggressive going bird. on
1: Duolingo. So it comes back and goes, "Oi." <laughs> Oi, you haven't been on the app it, for fucking ages. I'm gonna get, you. I'm gonna fucking cut you, mate. <laughs> I'm gonna claw <laughs> oh, your fucking eyes out if you don't you know, learn some fun. Spanish. I, it's it's this is like Pete Donaldson's
2: aggressive language learning tool. <laughs> Oi, I, sit down, I, I, learn
1: some Japanese, prick.
2: Study through violence.
1: F- study <laughs> through under threats. That's all. Um, that's all like a game. workout guy is. That's that's all a fucking personal trainer is, isn't it? Just the threat of violence when you're running around. <laughs> Maybe in Hartlepool, mate. Right, not okay. in Japan. Yeah. I with Geolingo, Gi-
2: it's it's fun, but like I, it's not really practically applicable. It's more like a game and right. do it for sure. But if you actually want to learn how to speak and listen and communicate in Japanese, Human Japanese, great app. Mm. No, they're not sponsoring this. They should be. I've not shouted out a product or service as much as much as I've shouted out them in the last mm. decade. Why haven't I got my sponsorship deal? Uh, other than that best place to meet people, I don't know, go in a bar, go in lots of, it, it sounds like a cop-out to go in a foreign bar, like a British bar or an Irish bar in Tokyo, but those are the places that you'll meet the most open-minded Japanese folks willing to speak to you perhaps, Yeah. Uh, or just go to an Izakaya and pull off a Pete Donaldson. I think, uh, you know, as, as we mentioned last week, Pete Donaldson went to an Izakaya in Niigata alone. And helped a crying waitress over her death <laughs> of a friend or something. I'm just a trouble I wasn't really listening. I'm just a massive children. I
1: would, I I just sort of I just sort of turn up at the bar, smoking a gawa, uh, wearing a suit and I sit at the bar and I, you know, get get out some sartre or something and sort of throw through it and and I uh I, I sort of turn to the people next to me and I say, Guys, <laughs> you have had shirako before? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would actually be a really good opener i love that I fucking love that
1: <laughs> have you ever I mean I'd love to try it but um I haven't got any friends to enjoy eating cod <laughs> sperm All right, I, you know i tell you what though like um the one thing that has really it's not really a icebreaker it's more of a ice pulverizer. um right I've got a picture on my phone uh of an elephant with boobies brilliant <laughs> I, I, it, what what mommy I, I've, I've probably told this story on the podcast before apologies if i have i think i have i tell it on every podcast because it is a great icebreaker um, um <laughs> mature uh mo- mother mother elephants have big old boobies right and right. my friend was working on the cgi for the um 3d version of jungle book and they Ooh. had to have a big afternoon meeting about whether this um, uh, grown-up post uh, postpubescent uh, <laughs> elephant, by all rights, should have big old boobies, because elephants have big debate. old boobies. Um, and uh, and he ha- they had to basically decide whether or not to give this elephant, who should have had boobies, boobies. And and they went with no boobies, which is inaccurate but they thought the boobies would be way too distracting from what they're trying to achieve with Jungle Book (laughs) to have this elephant with boobs because people will be coming out of the cinema going, sorry, did you you see an elephant with boobs in Jungle Book? Was that just me that just saw these big old these big old boobies um but yeah the elephants have boobs um and y- y- go if you're listening wherever you are and if you've heard me tell this story before apologies go to google type in elephant breasts or elephant boobies and prepare to be astonished all right because elephants just as i thought have this
2: boobies. podcast could not get more explicit what's it japanese takes, for um, what's term. japanese for elephant Zor. zo
1: Zo, Zo. ah, Zo no, opai. <laughs> Oh God. is that right? That, that, that is the of genius
2: the of Pete Dawson. That's why he thrives. Yeah, a kai's exactly. around Japan, he I'll goes t- in. I
1: just turned to turn to and someone, <laughs> and I finished my um, my <laughs> finished my really expensive forty dollar whiskey, twenty five years old. <laughs> uh, Zo, so, <laughs> no, <up> hi,
0: <laughs> And
1: they look at me and I, I go, hope you get deported. they're in. I hope and, you I, get deported. And, and, and old Talkie Donaldson, they're in. They are captivated in the elephants with boob story. Apparently I told well, that story three times to the same neighbour when I first moved into the, into the road. <laughs> About know, elephants having you. boobies. And they, yeah, they, they pretend they'd never heard it
2: before. Brilliant. <laughs> well, Bronson, don't do that. Uh, unless you want to get deported swiftly mm. but be bold yeah be I mean, bold do something similar to that but not that <laughs> you got one last question <laughs> slash story here from Simon he says LA Big Boss Broad and Diamond Dallas Donaldson yes Simon, love it on the old Winchester England here hope you're doing well are children expected to be silent on transport etc in Japan or is there a greater understanding that kids chat ask questions get upset mm. and generally probably won't be able to adhere to to the be quiet on public transport rule. Yeah. Uh, thank you for being legends. Cheers, Simon. I think uh, they are quite well behaved in Japan, but if you've got a baby or a kid screaming, people are sympathetic, mm. shall we say. But uh, yeah, don't worry about it. No, unwritten
1: rule, I don't know. I think if I, I think it will be all right. I think it will be fine. I honestly, Just, I honestly think the, no, the like, kids over a certain age, they do kind of vibe out the, the vibe you know what I mean they kind of can get the vibe a little bit mm. if it's really absolutely pin drop quiet babies do generally kind of fall in line I mean there's obviously outliers and anybody with with, with kids have probably gone Pete what the fuck are you talking about but I do think babies <laughs> do have, have some kind of like got not babies but like you know toddlers they sort of go it's quite quiet mm. in here probably best if I don't start screaming <laughs> I find <laughs> Japanese babies really don't cry that much
2: they're right. really well behaved somehow I don't know the right. science behind it but it, they're great. They're brilliant. And then yeah. kids in Japan, they kind of read the air on things. And, but like, even if you, if you, have, you go to the Japan with your kid and they're a bit loud and annoying, mm. it might be awkward because transport in Japan, public transport, is usually like a fucking library on wheels, right? <laughs> and people are quiet. And I get self-conscious talking on like a train in Tokyo. Yeah. It's just the way it is, unfortunately. No one is going to shout at you or have a go. You might see or you might hear an elderly man go that noise the, <laughs> that noise that drives me mad you get that sometimes right that's what you might get but that is not a good enough reason to not take your kid to japan and have a whale of a time around disneyland show them the elephants at the zoo uh but not and other stuff the elephant's breasts there. What a ridiculous episode Sorry, of the Abroad everyone. Japan podcast. I need yeah. a fucking holiday in Costa Rica now. True. Keep the costs keep the keep the Costa Rica coming. Keep the stories keep the questions comments coming. into in the Abroad Japan podcast at gmail.com. I want to get out of here. Yeah. Have a great week guys. We'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad Japan podcast. Bye for now. Have
1: a great few days. Farewell.